I'm Katrina. And I'm Kayla. And you're tuning in to Itu Banta Tambien, a nerdy pop culture podcast from a Latinx point of view. Strap in and get ready to jetpack into this week's episode, where we'll be discussing The Mandalorian, Frog Love, video games, and more. Hello, Kayla. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Katrina? I am doing pretty, pretty well, you know, all things considered. We're coming up on Life Day. Uh, I am still alive. I really can't complain about those two things. Yeah, I think I think that's where we're kind of all at. I think we're all still in post uh, election hangover, yeah. uh, post just everything hangover. I think I think towards the, the we're in late hangover of 2020. I think that's what we're gonna call it. It's 2020 hangover right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's where we are. Um, I'm just looking forward to as much as I'm looking forward to Life Day. I, I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving so I can just eat tons yes. of dressing and cranberry sauce and just. Uh, eat and do my annual watch of uh, the trilogy, the original trilogy that Yay. day. So I've just got that on my calendar of like eating in Star Wars. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's really nice. That's a really good plan. Like I, I have not created a plan for Life Day or uh, Thanksgiving at this point. So I guess that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. You know, <laughs> I just kind of sat it. down and like planned out. Okay, so I'm cooking all of these things, but like, what time do I start? So it's it's just become like our thing. It's like mm-hmm. we that night after we've eaten, we just kind of start the the OG trilogy, and because nice. you're just gonna be a food hungover come mm-hmm. Friday, so why not? And then you can just continue on if you should so choose to do so. Um, yeah. Because then immediately after that is I start my annual rewatch of Gilmore Girls because I'm a masochist apparently. Uh, <laughs> every, every year it's just like, oh, holiday seasons, I smell snow, let's watch Gilmore Girls even though I know it's going to infuriate me every single time. I think that's everyone it- that's ever watched that show. Isn't that getting a reboot or something soon? It, um, I I don't know. They keep teasing at it because of the way they ended that the the Netflix thing that they did. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'd rather it just be left in a hanging balance because even that part where they did the re the the um, the continuation on Netflix it was still infuriating. So yeah. you know, I think just let sleeping dogs lie. You know, some things don't need the continuation some stories are ended some some come to an end so yeah i i get that uh yeah we're gonna have like a, a small little thanksgiving uh, it's just me and my roommate this year my manager is doing takeout uh meals so i'm gonna drop by his place and you know say hi and stuff and uh yeah that's, and that's really sweet i love that yeah, yeah, yeah it's really cute so we're just gonna have a little quiet thanksgiving and i think i'm gonna steal your idea and see if we can watch the original trilogy it's just always really nice and i think i'm always like like i said i'm food hungover and then also like alcohol hungover so Mm -hmm. seeing the burnt skeletons always (laughs) just like gives me some type of weird joy of giggles and laughter because you know the 70s were wild man (laughs) honestly they were i I think it's also something about return of the jedi and so and you guys people can get mad at me for this but i just feel like it's a it's a christmas movie and this is coming from someone who like the 97 re-release came out on my birthday and it was like the biggest day of my life 
Um, and so I, I just have that, it's just, it's that feeling of hope and celebration at the end that makes it feel like a holiday movie, you know? Yeah, I'll give you that. I can mm -hmm. give you that. As much as I, I'm not a fan of Return of the Jedi, I'm literally only here for the Ewoks. It's the joy, <laughs> Kayla. It's the joy. I bask in the darkness <laughs> and misery of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Fair. I respect your opinion. <laughs> so I, I, that's where I land, which um, I think also for me, Return of the Jedi just has so many moments that... Um, they're memorable, but mm -hmm. in a way, like, they did not intend them to be as funny and hilarious and easy to make fun of as they are. <laughs> um, so, like, for me, what's really funny is I, I, I prefer the family guy telling of Return of the Jedi because it's Well, that's absolutely. interesting. It's actually, like... <laughs> on point on how we feel about how I feel with that movie. Um, I, I think, honestly, I, if I've ever, parody-wise, the, mm -hmm. the Family Guy parodies of the original trilogy are quite fantastic mm -hmm. um, in, in the way that they're able to weave in all of those references. And it was really funny that they were able to sneak that in before Disney came in and scooped Disney up, <laughs> and scooped up Lucasfilm. So I think that that was... Uh, that was that was hilarious <laughs> yes absolutely yeah um so we've got the life day special coming up do you have plans for that day do we have plans for that day rather i think we do uh we're gonna be planning some stuff going on we'll release that uh, after this episode actually yes. drops we'll have some yeah. stuff that drops because i want to do stuff i'm sorry i just dropped this on kayla like as we were recording like hey do we have plans i think we should have plans you know let's just make up some plans <laughs> yeah i think um yeah i i honestly i think i need some joy so i'm actually fine with that um i know the special comes out um which is really exciting because it's going to be really interesting to see this adaptation and interpretation of life day through Lego. I <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm very hyped about it because I love Lego takes on things, but I'm also, I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but I'm going to say it again. I'm also already a little miffed that there's a lot more Jedi Finn in the previews than there ever was in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> I'll say it! <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing, I'm one of a few black people that I know that actually weren't upset about it. I I get it. I just feel like, for me, mm -hmm. his story ended up being like, it, it plays along that thing of like, the Jedi aren't that special. He can be force sensitive without having to be a full-fledged like Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, which I did appreciate. I, I do agree that the marketing was like, oh, this kid's gonna have a lightsaber <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing was terrible on that part. Like, look at this, look at this poster. And and yeah. he does wield it. However, um, I think that if they were gonna play that, okay, well he's not like don't he's not a full fledged Jedi. He is force sensitive. Um, I think that they should have gone a different way. So I do agree with what you're saying. Like it's definitely like, oh, are y'all doing this again? Are you trying to poke fun at yourselves? What's happening here? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. explain. I think that I'm, I'm interested. Confused. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm interested to see where they're going to take it. But yeah, we'll see when that comes around in a couple days. Um, 
So let's go right into the news before I derail us again. Um, we had some really exciting news lately, didn't we? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, for those of you that follow or listen, uh, the game that uh, our company, Pop- that my company, Pop Agenda, had uh, been working on, Buck Snacks, debuted this week, this past Ooh. week, on PS4, PS5, and Epic Game Store. Um, it is probably one of the most cutest, addicting confusing games I've ever played in my entire life um, <laughs> and it is uh, it's definitely it's one of those ones where you're like huh interesting and so mm-hmm. like, I am very close to the end uh, of playing the game which is exciting <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's like uh, but it, it's, it's very reminiscent of Pokemon Snap and you know catching them catching the pictures identifying them <laughs> And uh, it's it's been like a really great launch. The team at Young Horses have been absolutely amazing, and what's been really cool is seeing um, the reception from the people that have played the game, especially the content creators and streamers um, who are especially queer uh, streamers who are being able to see the representation within the game. It's been like really amazing to see. Uh, people are like, oh, it's just normal. It's not like you know a thing. It's just like they're there's queer characters and they're just existing in this game and I think that um, it's refreshing in a way that a lot of people weren't expecting it to be mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm just grateful that I was even my small part of reaching out to content creators uh, was able to make some sort of a difference so I was very really excited to see that play out and the team had a phenomenal launch and and the Pop Agenda team, my other teammates, they did a really great job on all aspects. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a very <laughs> exciting week and um, I got my PS5, I've been playing it on there. I had originally started on my PS4, I will say mm-hmm. PS5 wise, uh, doing the data transfer mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass. So I just kind of left my Bugsnacks game that I was playing and had saved and gotten far enough on the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 and I tried to do the data transport and it timed out mm-hmm. which oh. I found interesting yeah so I was like you know what screw it I'll just restart the game but mm-hmm. because I pretty much knew all the mechanics of how to get through the stuff I was able to get caught back up and so uh, I started what was that like Friday afternoon and I'm like almost done with the game we'll probably finish it tonight um, <laughs> it's, it's addicting in that way of like oh I'm done with this person's task so I should be done for the night but you're like maybe just like one more <laughs> and that's, one how, they, one more that's day. how they get you so yeah it, mm-hmm. it was definitely exciting but uh, Katrina also has some news so I mean like I, I oh, think you should yeah. share on the podcast I get, well, I'm also going to just note that uh, that's Kayla's first video game credit, so when you see the credits roll on Bugsnacks, please look for her and applaud, because I think that's only, that's due, that's according. Um, oh. <laughs> but I, I am very excited to say that we are not just podcast wives now, we are also video game industry wives. Um, I was recently hired by uh, Madison Wells Media to run the social media of their new interactive publishing arm. So I'm really excited to be back in games and to be working on such beautiful indie titles. Like I'm, I'm so stoked about a bunch of things I can't talk about, so. 
Love those NDAs. (laughs) Signing so many this week. (laughs) A lot of documents signed. Uh, The other exciting news that that I was like very thrilled about this week was the announcement of uh, new Black Series figurines by Hasbro and the final she's finally here you guys they're making an Asajj Ventress figurine I can't believe it (laughs) when I saw it I was like oh she's She's gonna lose her shit. I lost my whole mind. (laughs) It it was definitely one of those moments you're like, oh, they're doing this? Oh, we're doing this? We're doing this. Cool. Mm -hmm. Got it. Look, I've been been manifesting this for like a year and a half, I think. I've just been like, they've just gotta make this. They've gotta adventurous figurine. And I like followed a bunch of rumors and stuff and like yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. It's her classic uh, Clone Wars um, animated outfit, so that's gonna be fun. And I hope it sells well, so they can make her some bounty hunter outfit and her night sister outfit and every outfit. I think it's only right that they do that, though, right? You know, like they're such good outfits. Why would you waste the looks? Um, and th- there's also a really cool crosshair coming out uh, from the Bad Batch. So that's going to be, like, cool for everybody who loves Crosshair. I'm very excited for you. <laughs> I love Crosshair, too, but, like, there are people who love Crosshair. Yeah. Like, they go to church for Crosshair. So I'm very excited for them because I feel like they feel akin to how I feel right now about this Asajj Ventress figurine. Like, I've, I'll be honest with you, I've never bought a Black Series figurine. Mm. It's, like, they've always dropped into my hands as, like, gifts, and they've always been, like, appreciated and thoughtful, and I have them all over my room, but, like, I've never spent money on one until now. That's fair. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they. we have, like, a, if you've followed me and you've seen what we do normally whenever we do it, and star wars christmas mm-hmm. tree in our star wars christmas era we have a ton of black series uh mm-hmm. collectibles because we're just that type of house nice. um so it's one of those things that, like when you see one you really want it like it just kind of yeah. makes sense to get it um like that damn helmet that they decided to do oh i missed it i don't know if it's still open for pre-order because i wanted it so bad <laughs> i lucked out the year that they had kylo's helmet uh, mm-hmm. I lucked out and was just so happy at my old job. I was driving home and I had stopped by a GameStop and they had it. And I knew my <sighs> husband wanted it. And I was like, oh, for reals? Cool. And I got it. And I was like, I, I don't it. have to buy another thing. So I'm going to hope and uh, like see that uh, we, we get one of those uh, that just pops up somewhere so I can grab one because I know that like my dad will want one my stepdad will want one and, and my husband will want one because they look so cool that like they mm-hmm. it looks like real Beskar <laughs> it really does it looks so good and I've already seen the Boba Fett one in real life and like if it's any anywhere as close to as like nice as that one is um, I'm gonna want it so fingers crossed I'm gonna check our local game stops uh, uh, both of those black series figures come out next June so free to pre-order now um, some other stuff happened this week uh, the New Republic th- there are some samples out for Kevin Scott's novel I confess I have not read them yet 
Um, I have not yet. It's been so busy. So I I have a lot of things because I definitely have uh, some books to read. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and jump into so uh, that'll those will be up next. I think that that's how I'll spend my Thanksgiving week is reading nice. some point of views from a certain place. <laughs> oh, very lovely! Yes, yes, yes. It's a very good book, by the way, you guys. You should all check it out. So yeah, um, let's uh, take a really quick break, and then we're going to jump into the main topic of our episode this week. It's uh, The Mandalorian Episodes 2 and 3. I just hit my knee. Sorry, you guys. Uh, (laughs) We're not editing that out. We're doing this real time. Uh, But we'll see you right after the break to talk about The Mando. That was fun. That was a nice little little break. How are you feeling after a break? Good. Feeling good. <laughs> feeling refreshed. Feeling ready to talk about these last two episodes of The Mandalorian, which have been quite the adventure. Um, I would just like to say, I don't have it in me to see any more egg discourse before we go further. So post, once we're done with this episode... I want you all to be done and be over it. Thank you. Thank you very much. No more. I miss the days when egg discourse meant like, where did Ray come from? You know? <laughs> Ray from fucking nowhere. Oh. Who laid the egg? Oh, bless. Okay. I should have known we were going to go there. <sighs> But yes, no more <laughs> eggs. We're done with eggs. It's, it's not. It's not anything to write home about and and just and, and discuss for another two weeks. Um, yeah. yeah, I think we're done. We've reached our limit. Look, here's how I feel about it, and I'll drop it after that. I feel like when people have problems that affect them personally, as an artist, you should be able to set aside and learn a little bit you don't even have to see it as a failure like it's just an open door to learn more about what you can create and that's all i'll say about that i (laughs) (laughs) please disagree with me i want to like if you don't agree that's fine i don't even it's not that i i don't really feel like i have a stake in like the actual like discourse like i don't i don't have an opinion in that respect i think everyone should be able to voice their opinions um without perhaps being called stupid by like the people behind the content. I don't but think the people behind, everyone has like, I don't think the people behind yeah. the content. I think that if you disagree with someone else who's projecting, yeah. uh, I feel I think there's a fine line between finding something like wrong and then projecting personal problems onto yeah. art. And I think that that's mm-hmm. not fair to content that's created. Um, unless mm-hmm. it's something that's outright just absolutely harmful. Um, I don't think we needed to have a two-week discourse about a puppet. No, a pup, not two a weeks. Puppet <laughs> eating puppet, a, a puppet eating puppet. Um, that's where we are. 
Uh, that should have been a one night. Hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. I understand. Boom. But also, and like I said, like I'd be like, well, if we're gonna go ahead and dive into that episode, uh, Baby Yoda told you uh, that you know the child told you he was with the shits. Uh, season exactly. one, when he had a whole ass frog in his mouth. Um, so you got this giant frog who brings her frog babies. Uh, Din is a very uh, busy man and obviously mm-hmm. was not feeding the child the things that he wanted and that's where we are um, I will say this and this is just like personally as someone who has experienced loss with children and things of that nature I feel like mm-hmm. there's a limit into what you can project onto art and I think that that's where mm-hmm. the line got crossed for me um, you can find something absolutely uncomfortable that is totally yeah. fair However, when you start projecting certain things onto art, when that was not the intention at all, just because you're bored and you you, you want to have some type of uh, viral moments on social media, I think that it, it's that's where we are. Uh, mm-hmm. That being said, I definitely pre-ordered the Baby Yoda with the canister of frogs. Funko Pop, <laughs> because I mean, it's a moment. It's, it's making fun of the fact of like kids always are putting shit in their mouth. I have mm-hmm. a child. He did the same thing. I have a niece and a nephew always putting damn things in her mouth. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just one of those things. And then they're always eating things they're not supposed to eat. So I think that it was yeah. just kind of fun to see in that episode. It was a break from having to drive a story forward, which I really appreciated mm-hmm. um, in that Peyton Reed way of how he tells stories and he doesn't take himself seriously I think that's why I enjoyed it because it was very Mm -hmm. like this episode definitely read the way that Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp read it's just like fun it's Mm lighthearted and not taking itself too seriously and I think that's that's where I got confused after watching the episode I thought the episode was hilarious I was like oh this is adorable like this is we've been waiting (laughs) I think that was another frustrating part too is a lot of people had been waiting for baby Yoda content and then like him just doing baby antics and mm-hmm. you get him doing baby antics but it's not the antics you want even though he's doing things that children do um, yeah. I think that's where I drew the line I also don't but I also agree with you the creators did not have to come out of anywhere the Lucasfilm people did not have to come out of nowhere to defend it and then call people stupid I think you mm can be like that's your take that's fine take it and run with it that's not our intention of what we create what we were creating um but also it got to the point where people were actively i think there was like on both sides of the line people crossed it and went over Mm -hmm. to where it needed to be at the end of the day it's a tv show with puppets he's a puppet he's an animatronic Mm -hmm. figure (laughs) eating fake unfertilized frog eggs um i I mean that's where i'm at and i get it like oh she's carrying her line the babies aren't fertilized yet yeah (laughs) that's why she has so many of them but but this is the thing too about like i think the other discourse was like oh baby Yoda's so poorly behaved and I'm like like again I'm not a mother I don't have a stake in that too hard but I'm an aunt and I know how children behave like they're not it doesn't make them little demon children like you can call little demon children to like get your stress off but like it doesn't make them evil or wrong they're kids 
like, yeah, I think uh, that's where the line kind of started to get really like crossed for me. It's like, okay, I think we're mm-hmm. at the point of of taking it to of, of taking it to a place where it didn't need to go, and yeah. I think that was a part that made me like wildly uncomfortable because, like, uh, I think that like he said, there's a way to consume content and consume art without projecting certain feelings on it unless it's overtly just outright but then Mm -hmm. also like okay so a lot of I think where I people were tossing out why it was wrong on the mother's end and they were just like this baby is bad and he's terrible I'm like but you can also look at it like this there's a lot of kids that are like on the spectrum like or my son who just don't know better and they have impulse control and they just put Mm -hmm. things in their mouth so I think at a certain point it just started (laughs) to be too much and I was like okay well I'm out we hit we it literally had been a week of discourse Mm -hmm. so I'm done and I think that episode three definitely helped move past the discord. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah. No, there were no spiders in this episode, which I was very thankful for. Um, I, I'm like, I'm good and over spiders. I don't need to see those spiders ever again. I've now seen them in Rebels and The Mandalorian. We're good. Done with spiders. Okay. <laughs> I am very excited and happy for all of the creature work that was done in episode, not just episode two with the spiders, but uh, episode three with all of the different, like, puppetry and the classic creatures that uh, kind of came back in this one. I... So. I think what was kind of exciting about and I'm just like jumping back and forth between the both episodes. So like the Mon Calamari, my favorite joke outside of Star Wars that is a Star Wars joke of all time is there is a um, a robot chicken episode with um, Mm -hmm. Order 66 happening and Mm -hmm. they had sent um, what's his name with the long neck they had sent him out to go get pizza and he came back he's like I came back he's like but I didn't get calamari uh, pizza because mom calamari people did not appreciate this I was like like, oh it's such a deep cut you have to know Star Wars really well to know this and it's like forever stuck in my head I was like the mom calamari joke and I remember immediately giggling when I saw them on scene. I was like, oh, bless. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. I think that there was, like, a fact running around that, like, um, Janina Gavinkar did, like, the facial puppetry for that particular... Don't quote me, but but I've seen, like, two or three tweets about it. So just in case, uh, that was one of the many uh, cameos in this episode. But though before we do move forward, I want to talk about... Uh, one of the most important things in this episode, the frog parents. Like, when they reunited, I felt like I believed in what love was again. I guess I glossed over it the first time. I think for me, I was just like, okay, there's this, there's a black lady in the distance. (laughs) I know! Let's find out who she is! So, like, for me, I was like, okay, they're reunited. Like, we don't have to worry about the baby eating the food anymore. Um, and I love them so were, much. But, but yes. going back to it and watching it a second time, you're like, oh, this is precious. Like, so they ran across to each other, and it's like, oh, they're precious. There's love in the galaxy. Um, that's yeah. not terrible <laughs> and harmful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, coming back down. Sasha Banks was in the background, uh, or Mercedes Renato, uh, as she is credited here. Very exciting to see her in this episode. I've been waiting for her. I, I, she's gorgeous. Oh my god. So pretty. So pretty. <laughs> she's so pretty. Oh god. You've got uh, two bisexuals just on this call. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I I was really I was excited to see everyone who thought that she was going to be Sabine proven wrong, because um, I did not like that rumor at all. Um, so yeah, it was it was cool to get introduced to her character right off the bat. Um, her name is she's a character named Casca Reeves, um, which I can only imagine is a nod to Keanu, and she is assisting. Bo-Katan. I screamed. Who showed up? I screamed. <laughs> I, I screamed. When I tell you I screamed, I was like, <gasps> and I had to, what had happened? <laughs> I had gotten like super distracted while watching the episode. And I, uh-huh. I was like, oh, no, 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 I got to go back because these are, these are additional uh, Mandalorian. What's going on? Okay, so I, I scroll back mm-hmm. and I see the bob as the helmet's coming off. I was like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And her her armor is like the same as the end of the Clone Wars, and it's just oh my gosh. Uh, but I was skeptical. I, like, I, I was skeptical because yeah. we've already seen that people are wearing stolen Beskar, so that's fine. So then I was yeah. like, oh, okay, so who are these people? Are these more people that stole Beskar? Are they actually Mandalorians? And then mm-hmm. the helmet came off, and I was like, oh. Oh, the baddest bitch. I know you are a Saj Ventress, but Bo-Katan. Oh, I love Bo-Katan. I have, a, I have no qualms with Bo-Katan. I would invite Bo-Katan to any party and be appreciative when she said no. Like She's about her business. She is. And, and, and she's got a goal. And she, I mean, like, we know what her goal is. We know what this is. And it's just like, mm-hmm. my heart was very full to have this a beautifully laid out mm-hmm. female-led episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and oh my God, the the that can be credited heavily to director Bryce Dallas. It shouldn't Howard, have taken who... Bryce Dallas to come in and say, "Okay, guys, the woman." <laughs> there should be a woman with a speaking role in this episode, or two, maybe. <laughs> I mean. I mean, More than one woman with a speaking role in this episode. Can we try and achieve the Bechdel? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just a little and bit. And I appreciated it. I appreciated seeing uh, these, the way that the team worked together. I think, um, mm-hmm. I think a, a lot. Katie, this someone posted. It is definitely a Dave Filoni long game, and I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I I was so excited to see her. And, like, this was one of the moments I'd been waiting for ever since the end of last season when we saw Moff Gideon step up with the Darksaber. Because it's like, well, what happened to Bo-Katan? She was the last one to have it. So something must have happened to, like, cause it to leave her hands. And so as soon as she came back, I knew that... I kind of knew that that was going to be her objective, is that, oh, Bo's here... Because she's after the dark saber, and there's imperial presence here. So, 
dots connected. Yeah, I've connected the dots, which I appreciated because I was I I, <laughs> I I I appreciated the 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 because I I was doing what you were doing. I was like, well, so why is she here? Oh, she doesn't have the dark saber. We know who has the dark saber. Oh, so that means that mm-hmm. she's gonna be back in more episodes. Yeah. yeah. And then when they, they said another mm-hmm. name. Yes, they, yes did. they did. Yeah, we do have Ahsoka Tano mentioned in this episode. Lady Tano. I I, I yell just for just for the audience, just so you know. When I they said mm-hmm. her name, I said, "Oh, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. If you don't know, this is I, as we're recording. I'm wearing a shirt from Galaxy's Edge that has her on it. She's right here at mm-hmm. the very bottom because she's just a precious bean. And I would do anything. I'll go to the ends of the earth for Ahsoka. So, I. Yes, <laughs> very yeah. excited. <laughs> Barring my opinions that I shared on Rosario like too many times, I don't even need to. Rep- right now um i'm very excited to see ahsoka tie into this i am relieved for one that taking baby yoda back to the jedi didn't mean taking him to luke skywalker because we know what happens at skywalker academy and if he goes to like ahsoka there's like a higher chance of him not dying so I'm thinking about the long run here. Like, I want to see this kid become a teenager. It's just like, I, 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 that's been my nerves. My nerves have been so bad. So I'm like, okay, so who is he getting taken to? Is he going to Luke? Because we don't want that. We don't want him. No, I don't want him there. We can't have him go to Luke. So for me, no. I think it was like the the sigh of relief of he's going to Ahsoka. I'm I'm praying that he's not like diverted and nothing happens and he does end up at yeah. Luke's academy because I think that um, <laughs> you know as we've seen uh, I don't think anyone's mentally prepared to see the end of of Baby Yoda. <laughs> no, not at all. I that's the thing is like if he does bring uh, this kid to Ahsoka. Will he spend the rest of the series alone, or is something going to happen where they all travel together, or will she just say, keep the kid? <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of possibility with, uh, you know, this this character, and I just don't think that they're going to remove him from the series. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen once we do get to Ahsoka, which, you know, I don't think we're going to really see her until the end of the next episode, at least. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to take time. They've got to get there. And the, I, you know, spoiler, uh, I did read the episode summary, and it hinted that, like, you know, Mando was going to reunite with old allies for a mission. So it's, I feel like it's going to be another one of those bridge episodes. It's probably going to be Grief and Kara, and we're going to get to Ahsoka either at the end of that or after. I could do without. I, I if if Kara's scenes are very limited, I will be very excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The le- the the least the the less Kara the better. Do you remember what they did with that lady in um in the Resistance cartoon who was gonna be Leia, Rachel Butera? Oh she like. Oh yes. Uh, she did like a racist impression or something like that. 
and I think it was, I don't know, I don't care. Anyway, the, what happened was that in that first episode of Resistance, uh, Poe takes Kaz into a room like hollow with Leia um, and instead of Leia having any lines Leia turns around and the episode ends right there (laughs) (laughs) so I'm wondering how much of that treatment Kara could possibly get because at this point it's not it's not even a difference of opinion and like you know I don't think anybody listens to this show that's gonna like come after me because you know you guys know me already but like I just don't feel like there's a reason for Star Wars to keep someone who is so openly transphobic, who is so openly a conspiracy theorist, who openly supports, you know, the the person in the White House right now, um, and who just generally treats the fans like crap. So, yeah, I don't... I, don't I, I think <laughs> I think for me, I, I, and it's, of course, like, diverting away from, like, the, the two episodes, but... Um, I I think that what we're seeing um, from the rest of the cast is mm-hmm. I think that they're just as fed up and just as frustrated. Um, but I will say this: if they're going to hold uh, Pedro apparently accountable for his tweets, it needs to go vote the what? other way. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry, but it's really not a good look for Disney to penalize the Latin actor, the Latin lead of their show, and let this other person get away with open transphobia directed at the fans of the show. Oh, like, yeah. And she has like called her watchdogs on people who like you know tweet bad things at her. So. I, you know, at this point, it's a responsibility factor. Oh, guys, to me. do you know what we found out last week? After last episode, <laughs> I'm blocked by this person. <laughs> it is a badge of honor. I will carry this. I didn't even know it had happened. Apparently, she was talking mad trash uh, during election week, and I got curious that weekend to see what she was saying and found out I was blocked. So I will say this I think that it also we're seeing a lot of this and this is just not generalized to star wars this is also marvel we're seeing a lot Mm -hmm. of their actors starting to come for fans who are holding trying to hold people for responsibility i.e chris (laughs) pratt you are the worst chris there is no ups and downs you know like get over it it, maybe if you accepted it a worser chris could come in and take your place but like he really solidified his place as the worst chris ever Mm -hmm. And so I think that mm-hmm. it's another thing, like in tying it back to th- where we're going with the Mandalorian episodes and and the cast. I think that we're also, like you said, we're just trying to hold them responsible because uh, a lot of what's being said is very hurtful, and and you have a lot of fans of color that she's also, and she's got. There's a lot of uh, liberal fans that watch the Mandalorian because Star Wars is definitely about taking down fascist people. So why you're a part of this storytelling is beyond me. If this is what you believe in and this is what you support, um, mm-hmm. so that that's that's where I am with it. I think that I I'm, I'm hoping that there's a little of that character and they were able to edit as much out as they could. Um, I trust that. Favreau and Filoni will do as much as they can because 
they don't really put up with that kind of stuff, i.e. Terrence Howard getting kicked out of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you think, like, Don Cheadle was immediately replaced in for Terrence Howard. So I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm praying and hoping that with that character, it's just really a matter of they did a lot of heavy editing and what they could get done during the COVID era. Because I had we not been in COVID, her ass would have been gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, feel like absolutely. we're just kind of stuck. Um, yeah. But outside There's of... no time for reshoots. Yeah. And I, I don't think that... I mean, her being a part of the actual show itself doesn't make me feel any less. Of, I still love the show a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot about yeah. the show to love. I think that <clears throat> just as like a fan and seeing the things that are still being said, I thought we were done mm-hmm. in past this. And then I log on yesterday and apparently she's still doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I think at a certain point, people have to get held responsible and that's how you hold your your you have to hold your talent responsible but if you're gonna target your latin lead like you said (laughs) Mm -hmm. while someone else is parroting the language of white supremacy like there is no both sides in this case there's not not one (laughs) there's no there's no both sides at this point at all and i like i said it's it comes down to responsibility um on lucasfilm's part now yeah so i mean and 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 that's where we are i mean that's why i'm hoping and and why i really appreciated the third episode and how i feel now that we're three episodes in Mm -hmm. bryce dallas really came in and laid the groundwork never mind that she did a whole homage to her dad (laughs) so much i remember i got up and like sent that uh that i that directly to my dad and i was like did you see this did you see this and he he like freaked out and said yes oh my god and i was like oh it's so great and then oh there's a moment where did you see that ron howard tweet where like he shared the article about how everyone in the fandom was saying she did like such a good job yeah he's such a proud dad and i'm like so cute and and so i think that that's for me like it 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 really solidified that i'm like really into the show like this is she knew what we wanted she listened to fans because as much as it's a show it's called the mandalorian it's never it's not called the mandalorino or mandalorina it's like the mandalorian (laughs) you're about these people and Mm -hmm. i and this belief in this creed and I think that, you know, it's, there's so many strong women that we've seen now, part of the Mandalorian, uh, that she knew that. And then we were mm-hmm. due to have that in live action, as opposed to it just being Boba Fett, you know, like, it's just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it just needs to be a little bit more of women. So I really appreciate it. So I feel a lot better, um, three episodes in I don't know how are you feeling I'm I'm feeling really good and just to like like talk about Bryce Dallas Howard's directing there is so much like subtle lore in everything that she built in this episode mm-hmm. um even laying down like the 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 spare lines where Bo-Katan identified um the Mandalorian's creed as like a religious thing as like you know kind of a cult Um, at least to her in her opinion and I think that's really cool because it shows 
how divided the Mandalorians are and how much work she has to do to unite them and retake Mandalore. Like, it is just such a subtle subtle way of saying that, like, even getting the Darksaber back is, like, still a very early bit of what she has to do. Yeah, I... Uh, it, it was just so good to see that because, like, I, for one, wasn't expecting it to go... I did not have Bo-Katan on my 2020 <laughs> quarantine bingo card. Um, so I think that that, that just shows that they're bring, they have the right people telling these stories. Because even yeah. in episode two, Peyton Reed did a really good job, in my opinion. As much as everybody didn't like the spiders, I, I hate spiders in real life, <laughs> but like these, these ones didn't yeah. bother me as much. Maybe because I watched Alien a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. But he... <laughs> That was drawn. That he drew that and directed it from the work that was supposed to be in one of the movies, and I yeah. think that they're bringing on people that really understand this fandom and are looking to expand what's already been considered canon. And for me, I I thoroughly enjoy that, and and I'm I'm glad that that's what we're getting. So I I feel good. I I've, especially with the way that they've been able to lay down. Uh, the story continuing canon and then adding, like I said last episode, adding to the canon. So um, yeah. I'm excited for episode four. Like I, I know we're not going to get Ahsoka till like the last five minutes. It'll be her taking off her hood and be like, God damn it! It's Ahsoka. the credits. Like no. Yes, I'm 100 percent sure that that's going to it's going to happen but yeah I, I really appreciate especially with these, this season one of the things I appreciate is how all these other little bits of Star Wars are coming into this season but it's not it's not in this way that like I feel like so many entertainment journalists wrote like oh you can't put in too many like connections in a Star Wars story because it'll be too hammy or it'll be this and that and I agree that like there have been episodes of the show in the past <coughs> episode 5 of season 1 that were just like really hammy in certain ways it didn't make them like bad episodes but like certain things didn't necessarily need to be shoved in my face about Tatooine um, whereas like when we came back to Tatooine this season it was an exciting place to see because we were somewhere new or we were having like a different perspective of like the same shot that that you know happened in A New Hope um, instead of like hey we're in the cantina you know but not to ramble but the, the, those little threads have been woven into every episode and that wasn't just with Tatooine it was bringing in Cobb Vanth, who had like what 700 words to his name before the beginning of the season, and bringing in the spiders from Rebels, um, and bringing in Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians in this episode, and it's been an interesting way. It's been interesting to see how like all these threads are being tied up and then built out from this series alone. Yeah, and so I, someone did say this. They're like, oh, so I guess I have to. They're they posted today. I actually saw the tweet. It said, I'm not excited about having to go find things to read or comics to read uh or i guess mm-hmm. and like and watch a ton of tv just to know what's happening and where these people come from in the mandalorian <clears throat> i'm like honestly you don't need to know you no. don't have to um if you want to we can definitely put it in the show notes if you're new and you're just watching for the mandalorian and you want to know more where you can find stuff about these characters we can definitely put it uh, a thread and put it together yeah 
Katrina <laughs> won't be able to do more than me. <laughs> but um, I think I think that's another part too, is because it's it's bringing in characters, but it's not doing it in a way to where, in my opinion, I don't feel you need to know anything other than what you're getting from the screen. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, if you're gonna watch, you need to know who Boba Fett was. And I know there's a few people that were like, "Who is that guy?" And this, I saw that someone was like, "So who is the guy in the desert?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness, yeah. let me tell you about this guy in the desert." <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is that I feel like eventually, if that was in fact Boba Fett, which I'm pretty sure it was, we're gonna find out that he's Boba Fett anyway, and that the armor was his. So, like, I feel like the unengaged can still be part of this, like especially with this Bo-Katan thing. She straight up said, my name's Bo-Katan, I'm the last of my clan, <laughs> that rhymes, uh, and I'm looking for the Darksaber. That's all you need to know about her, because she's not the main character, the Mandalorian is. That's your point of view. So everything he knows is important to what you know. Like, if he, he's not going to go look up Bo-Katan on Wikipedia, you know, so you don't have to if you don't want to. Who would, if it's not Boba Fett, who, would, who do you think or and or who do you would want it to be? Um, well, I would. I think that character I would want to be Boba Fett, but I would not say no to the opportunity of Mr. Morrison portraying both Boba Fett and Captain Rex. I feel like, okay, so I've been wrestling with this for the past three days mm-hmm. since we found out about Ahsoka. Yeah. I was like, why would it not be Rex, though? Well, I feel like it wouldn't be Rex because I would be upset if Rex lost his awesome old man beard. That's why I feel. <laughs> Personally, it would offend me. Oh my god! That was not Rex. Oh boy! Or that was Rex. Yeah, yeah. That's like if they. If that's like if. That's like when they do this Obi-Wan show and he doesn't have a beard, Katrina's gonna riot. I'm gonna be so upset. You cannot do that to me. You're not allowed. Oh, goodness. But, I mean, like, so, I mean, but, I mean, it could, and I would say that mainly just because he would need to maybe, like, assume a different appearance, make it easier on himself. Uh, But I've been been wrestling with this because it could be a number of different clones that we've come to, like, no, mm-hmm. but it's more than likely probably both of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I would not, I, I would not say that there is not the possibility of clones in live action. You know, for for as long as Tamara is willing. <laughs> I just, you know, that's it's. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We've got we all our short king. Yeah, listen. Yes. We, I, I, the clones, especially as you know, the Bad Batch have a very special place in my heart. Yay. So, I actually like kind of want to go back and like, who's got like, is there? I need to see differing scars. <laughs> we have specifically that scar. So mm-hmm. I might be doing some rewatches here soon, just so I can like before we find out, just so I can be like, okay, for sure, is it Boba Fett or if it's someone else? Uh, right. Ninety-five percent yeah. sure it's Boba Fett, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the camp that I'm in right now. Um, but yeah, so far so good. I'm really enjoying the season. Um, now that I think. Now that I've given it the three episode watch, that it's really come together, um, and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what comes next. So, I 
it's, it's gonna either way it's gonna be interesting whatever we get in this next couple episodes because mm-hmm. there's gonna be drama because drama follows Ahsoka <laughs> like a droid it really does follows its she's master. she's an adoptive Skywalker I mean she cannot avoid the chaos <laughs> the only one I don't mind being called a Skywalker yeah, yeah. I, I'm very picky choosy with my adoptive Skywalker picks, and it's it's Ahsoka, just because Padme and Anakin both loved her very much. Padme, Padme, Padme. Oh man. Oh, what a note to end the episode on. Yeah. In my heart, just step on it. Thanks. Just thinking, thinking about the times Padme helped Ahsoka. <laughs> That one Forces of Destiny episode where Anakin and Padme try to go on a date and Ahsoka's like, I'll come! And then she, like, saves them and it's just so cute and they look at her and they're just such proud parents. And anyway, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. We really went places with this episode and I'm I'm glad everyone came on this journey with us. Yes. That's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap up, uh, let's talk about. Uh, well, uh, is there anything coming up for you, Gayla? Are we doing anything? We're gonna do something for Life Day because I decided that. So now I have to commit to it's it. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Um, so we will be doing stuff for Life Day. So stay tuned. We'll post it on our respective social pages, including our main hub for Ithubanta. Um, so yeah, I think that that's really it. I think we're keeping it light because yeah. the you know holiday season is coming and it is draining on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess my biggest thing to say, because do you have anything else you want to say for what's coming? Are, are you good? No. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it looks like a pretty quiet and warm, cozy November. So I will say this: um, over the next week and a half, do not let anyone pressure you into going home. Oh, but you mm-hmm. need to see your family. If you don't feel safe and you want to stay home and you want to um, be as cautious as possible because mm-hmm. we are still in a pandemic, do not let anyone pressure you. Yep. You stay home now, we get to go out later. That's that's how it works. Like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, we'll, all, we'll all we'll all be home as well, you know, having our Thanksgivings, mm-hmm. our very tiny ones. Yep. So you know, just do that. Set up some Zoom givings uh, with Woo-hoo. your family and your friends, and I think you'll be just fine. But it, don't let anyone. I I will say that. Don't let any. I've seen people saying that they've been getting multiple messages from their family over the past mm-hmm. week and a half. So I would say just don't don't let that even come into your thought that you're letting somebody down because you're choosing to be safe. Um, mm-hmm. Let it be what it is, and and don't don't even go there. So yeah, yep. But I think that's it. So just like we always say, like be like Mando and keep your mask on, because we, as we've seen, he's very uh, adamant about not taking that mask off. You know, and it's helped him before. This is fair. This is true. I appreciate that part. Um. Yes. Yeah, so stay home. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Uh, and come back to us the next time we release a, sh- a show, which 
should be next week. Yeah, Maybe? I think so. Yeah. I mean, because we'll have our episode this upcoming Friday, episode four, and of course, we're gonna immediately want to talk about uh, if we're tr- if we're correct on we're only gonna get four seconds of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. If we get hold on to this than, episode, we'll yeah, check back. If we if okay, because we had promised <laughs> that we were gonna do a drunk episode uh, mm. <laughs> recording. Mm-hmm. If we get more than four seconds of Ahsoka, we will do the drunk episode. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yes. We'll do it. That, that's the bet. So that's where we, that's where we land. On <laughs> do, you wanna li- do, you, do you want to be that specific, though? Do you mean four seconds? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to, like, maybe take it up to, like, 20 seconds? Or do you just honestly want to get drunk and we'll keep it at, like, three seconds? I mean, it's the holidays. You're supposed to drink. That's true. I need to go pick up some eggnog. So. Yeah. I mean. Okay. So let's let's say. Okay. Well, let's 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 break even. If we get more than ten seconds of Ahsoka, right? We will do the drunk episode. Oh, you do better. I love it. Okay. Good. (laughs) I love that. We'll do the drunk episode if that happens. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. Uh, you can find me if you look for O Katrina uh, anywhere on the internet. That's O H C A T R I N A. Kayla, where can we find you? I am always at Maria underscore underscore Hisela. Don't forget the E. It's the German spelling, not the Hispanic spelling, because my family is super mixed. So, <laughs> you guys take care and thanks for listening to us. Bye. Bye. May the force be with you. And with you also. <laughs> Aww. <laughs>